Welcome in to Devori Darkens Live. Happy to be here with you this morning. So if you guys haven't already noticed, on Mondays, uh, we do the podcast at a later time in the day. Um, we're, I think the bottom line on that is there's a competing thing that I have to uh, be present for. And um, we may be switching up the time here in the near future, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so if you're a person who's listening every day and you're like, hey, why didn't you go live on Monday in the morning? It's because usually on Mondays, I have to go live later on, later on in, in the day, actually. So that's what's really going on. But we're back here on a regularly scheduled program. And if you're just joining us for the very first time and you're wondering what this is all about, I always have to repeat it. Because we continue to get so many new listeners, which I'm very, very grateful for. So this podcast is all about helping you get what you want out of life. In order to do that, you got to change your mindset. Now, to change your mindset, I think it's a really simple thing to do. Uh, and it really involves a couple of things. One is discovering your purpose in life. See, if you're not doing the thing that you love to do, if you're not dedicating yourself to an idea, um, the motivation to change won't really be there. Now, a lot of people say they want to change. They want to get better. They talk about it, but they don't do it. I find that that happens to an individual when they don't have a burning desire for something. That's because what's the purpose? There's no emotion involved. So number one, we, we help you to see that in yourself. And secondly, uh, we teach you about the mind. So you can learn how to think for yourself. So you can learn how to change your mindset. And that's how that's what's going to get you the success that you want. Now, let's be honest. You get on social media every single day. And normally what you're listening to, and well, I, this has been my experience, is a lot of strategy. Um, an abundance of opinions out there on how to be successful. What's very unique about success is that you already know what you should be doing. You already have an idea of what you want, but the issue usually is you don't believe. So that's why we have this show. And that's why we have our workshop this Thursday, by the way. So we're what 48 hours out from that. Uh, this Thursday, we have a workshop. I'm gonna show you exactly how to get rid of your limiting beliefs. I'm going to show you a nice little technique that you could do every day that's only going to take you a minute or two. Uh, and it's the same thing I've been using, the same thing my clients have been using, the same thing I learned uh, from my mentors. So here's the deal. Uh, if you want to be a part of that workshop, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio or in the YouTube description right now and hit the link to join the workshop now. This is a private workshop. So Yes, you're going to pay to get in there. Yes, we're going to be on Zoom together, and we're going to do this together. It's going to be about two hours. So that's this Thursday, uh, November 17th. So uh, if you're that person that feels like, hey, I don't believe you might want to take time out for that. Also, this podcast is recorded, so you can go back and listen to it on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon Podcasts and watch this on our YouTube channel. Also, uh, I'm going to be talking about a particular book today. Uh, 
Anytime I reference books, I always have the link to those exact books in my YouTube description. So if you happen to be on Facebook or you're on TikTok or Instagram, uh, it would be very important for you to actually go to the link in my bio, go over to the YouTube channel, then look into the description. You'll see the links there because I always get the question, all right, well, what book are you reading? Where'd you get that version from? So I've already saved you guys a lot of time. All you would have to do is just go to the description and get that. Okay, so with that out of the way, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Well, I want to share three lessons from Neville Goddard in this book called The Power of Awareness. There are three ideas in here, three lessons that can change your life. It really can. It has for me, and I believe it can for you if you read this, right? And I'm going to point out three different lessons. Now, again, I just said it. This particular version of this book is in the YouTube description. It's very important when it comes to this book because this book is being sold in a, you know 50 different ways. And one of the lessons I'm going to be referencing happens to be a second book that's included in this version. So I would recommend that you go to the YouTube description to get this exact book. Now, before I get there, why am I even talking about this today? Well, it's very simple. Every one of us, if you're watching, I know you've been looking at or listening to personal development. I know you've been into it for quite some time. I know you want to improve your life. And one of the best ways to figure out what's the best way to do that is to go to the experts, go to the uh, teachers in the last century that have written books on the topic and to go in with the intention of understanding what they're telling us to do, because that's all we're really doing here. All I'm really doing is sharing ideas with you every day to get you to understand so you can take action because the action no action, you're not going to have a transformation. You got to take action, right? Well, in order to feel confident enough to take action, you got to have some level of understanding. Well, to understand, you've got to study and you've got to study the right information. Generally speaking, the right information is going to an expert on the topic who has the results or had the results and who also have tools that you can reference. And one of those tools would be a book. So we're going to take out this book today and um, we're going to check out three lessons. Now, why am I wanting to share three lessons with you? Because every time I read this book, it happens to be the three lessons I keep going back to every time I read this book. It happens to be the three lessons I always recommend to people. It happens to be the three lessons that really has made an impact in my life and will for you. So that's why we've chosen that book today. And I always get people who are wanting to ask me about, um, you know, Neville Goddard and can you talk about it and can you teach us some stuff out of there? So that's what this show is all about. Okay. And it's going to help you get what you want. So where do we start first? Well, if you have the book in front of you, where you're going to want to start first, and this would be on chapter four called desire uh page 20 page 20 
is where I'm going to start first. You know, I'm kind of, I'm wondering if I want to make that the first lesson. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to make this one the first lesson. Chapter 3, Power of Assumption, page 16 and 17. Because I always reference this, so I might as well get it out of the way. Because I, I often go to this lesson every single time when I'm trying to get you guys to understand how to think for yourself. So it goes like this. I'll read it. We'll talk about it. We'll see how it applies to you. But well, this is absolutely amazing. Man's chief delusion is his conviction that there are causes other than his own state of consciousness. All that befalls a man, all that is done by him, all that comes from him happens as a result of his state of consciousness. A man's consciousness is all that he thinks, desires, and loves, all that he believes is true and consents to. This is why a change of consciousness is necessary before you can change your outer world. Now, let me paraphrase that. Your chief delusion is your conviction that there are causes other than your own state of consciousness, your own state of mind, your mindset. Your chief delusion is your conviction that there are other causes other than your own mindset. All that happens for you, all that is done by you, all that comes from you happens as a result of your mindset. Your mindset is all that you think, desire, and love, all that you believe is true and what you consent to. This is why a change of your mindset is necessary before you can begin to change your results. Think about this. Rain falls as a result of a change in the temperature in the higher regions of the atmosphere. So, in like manner, a change, a circumstance, happens as a result of you changing your mindset. Let me read it one more time. Maybe you're just joining us. Your chief delusion. What is chief delusion? Your biggest lie in life. Your biggest misconception about things. It's that your conviction... Uh, is that there are other causes other than your own mindset. You're thinking the reason why your life is the way that it is is because what's happening on the outside, not your mindset. So this, he continues to write, all that uh, befalls you, all that is done by you, all that comes from you happens as a result of your mindset. Your mindset is all that you think, desire, and love and all that you believe is true and what you consent to. This is why a change of mindset is necessary before you can change your outer world. Rain falls as a result of a change in the temperature in the higher regions of the atmosphere. So in like manner, a change of circumstance, a change of your life only happens as a result of a change in your mindset. Simply put, change your mindset. Change your life. Sounds so simple, right? This is the first lesson. It sounds so simple, but do you really understand it? You know, as a mindset coach, we all, we all are subject to the same, like we all have the same issues here. You know, I have to continue to 
uh, reevaluate my belief system. I have to continue to uh, develop my mindset, make it stronger. I have to continue to study just like what I'm telling you. And for a person who studies this every day, I can tell you the problem and the solution is always going to be your mindset, the way that you think. So that's why the goal in everything that I do is to try to help you learn how to think. Because by doing that, you're going to change your mindset. Now, some people approach personal development with the wrong mindset. They're looking for results right now. They're looking for a shortcut. Uh, they don't want to put in the work. They don't want to study. And then they wonder why it doesn't work. What did I read here for you? I read that your chief delusion is your conviction that there are other causes other than your own mindset. So think about this. If you have that mindset where you want it now and you're coming from a place of fear, scarcity, and lack, that's what's causing you to have this chief delusion. That's what happens. Remember, your mindset is all that you think, desire, and love, and all that you believe is true and what you consent to. What are you believing is true for you? I think we had this conversation over the last few episodes. I kept making that point. You know, what you believe to be true is what it's going to be. Uh, I cannot change your belief system. That's on you. So whatever you believe to be true, that's what you're going to set yourself up to experience. This is exactly what you're going to set yourself up to experience. And also what you continue to allow to happen in your life. So, for example, we have people who say, well, um, you know, I'm always attracting the wrong people into my life. It's because you allow that. You accept that. You consent to that. That's why you believe you're not worthy of positive people in your life. That's your mindset. We have people who, like we talked about yesterday, we work working hard, working harder, but they're not working smarter. They believe hard work alone will make them successful. That's what they believe. That's their mindset. That's why he wrote, your, your mindset is all that you think, desire, and love. All that you believe is true and what you consent to. This is why a change of your mindset is necessary before you can begin to change your outer world. No matter which way we approach life, it's always going to come down to a change of your mindset. Doesn't matter what the change that you want to make, doesn't matter what outcome you're looking to get, it's going to take a change in your mindset. Why? Because you're already conditioned, you're programmed, you are a mass of habits. You already have a belief system, you already see the world in a certain way. So when you set a goal that's not in alignment with what your current belief system is, when you set a goal that's not in alignment with your current habits, you've got to make a change there. And to make a change is to make a change in the way that you think. Which is why, 
He continues to say, to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. All transformation begins with intense, burning desire to be transformed. The first step in the renewing of your mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. That's what I was saying. Okay, got it, Devori. I've heard it a thousand times. It's my mindset. It's the way that I think. That's why my results are what they are. I have to change the way that I think. You have to change the way that you think, right? Well, how are you going to do that? you got to get new ideas, which is why this podcast exists, which is why we're talking about this today. I'm sharing ideas with you with the expectation that it will cause you to think and become inspired and to start to understand why you can live the life that you want. You need new ideas. You need to be inspired. This is what we're really saying. You need to feed your mind the right food that it needs to thrive. That's not what people are doing. They're barely making it by with their mindset. So they take shortcuts. They really don't study every day. They don't have any rituals. You know, they're just going through the motions. So they're not really getting much out of themselves. When you start to feed your mind positive ideas, like the one we're reading today, it causes you to think and imagine. It causes you to feel inspired. It causes you to see why you can have the things that you want. That's you getting a new idea and then you thinking from that idea. So the bottom line in this first lesson is that it's the mindset every single time. If you were to do a survey across all industries and ask people, what are the top three things an individual will need to do to be successful? I guarantee mindset's going to be in every one of those answers because that's what it is. Everybody says it. All the people at the top of their game, the top of their industries, people who are rich, people who are happy, people who are successful, teachers, leaders, all throughout history, they all say the same thing. It's the mindset. We become what we think about. So that's why I dedicate quite a few episodes or shows uh, to talking about how do you start thinking for yourself? How do you start thinking for yourself? Well, one of the ideas to do that uh, is to assume that you already are the person you want to be. And if you persist in this until it becomes your dominating feeling, your ability to achieve your goal is inevitable. It's going to happen because you feel like that person. That's why we say changing your mindset will change your life. That's the very first lesson. Now, it's not, you know groundbreaking. I, I know that. It's not something that you've never heard of before. I know you've heard this time and time again, but my question's always the same for people who are saying that. Well, I've heard that already, Devori. Yeah, but do you understand it? Of course I understand it. Really, what does your behavior say? Does your behavior show that you understand? Does your results show that you understand? That would be a good question to ask. So let's go to lesson two. Lesson two, uh, and you know, and I find this to be 
it's really two sections of the book that I'm going to have to flip back and forth to. So I'm in right now, chapter four, desire page 20. Uh, and he says, um, the goal that you seek and hope to attain will not manifest itself, will not be realized by you until you have imagined that you are already that goal. Now, he goes on to elaborate on this, so be patient here. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. So you have a goal. The objective is for you to believe in this goal and to get into the feeling of it. Well, if you have a bad attitude, you're not going to do that. See, that's why he says everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. Everything. We talk about this when we bring up the point on self-image. You know, someone pays you a compliment, you don't take it the right way. It's because you have a bad attitude towards yourself. You don't feel you deserve it. Right? That which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you, for that attitude alone is the necessary condition by which you realize your goal. Remember, what did he say in the, in the prior lesson? He says your mindset is all that you think, desire, and love, all that you believe to be true and consent to. And he says it here right here. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you. So if you're not telling yourself why you can, if you're not leaving yourself uh, with, well, let me put it this way. If you're not empowering yourself, what are you doing? You're holding yourself back. You're holding yourself back. You have to be able to change your fundamental way of thinking and start to think like the person who would achieve the goal that you're after. Now, I know you've heard of that. And so the question always comes up, well, how do you do that exactly, Devori? Well, you focus on the goal in the present tense as if it's already happened. We think in pictures. So you need to see the picture in your mind of your goal you need to see in your mind a picture of you achieving this goal and what's going to happen after. That's you thinking like the person who would achieve the goal. And then what happens is the more you think about it, then you're going to get creative ideas, which are the same ideas you would be thinking about if you did achieve the goal. These are ideas that take you closer to the fulfillment of it. Now, let me go to part two of this, which would be page 102 under the chapter of failure. He writes, the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Remember, everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. The goal you seek and hope to attain will not manifest itself, will not be realized by you until you have imagined that you are already that goal. So the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be uh, is the secret of your failure. Now, if you're just joining me live, um, I'm reading from the book Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Okay, You could get this exact copy in my YouTube description. We're on page 102. Uh, the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully, and intelligently you follow the law if you do not feel natural about what you want to be 
you will not be it. This is why, if you've been following this particular author for quite some time, then you've already heard it once or twice, that the feeling is the secret. Uh, which is lesson two here. So lesson one is, if you're going to make transformation in your life, you have to change your mindset, your fundamental way of thinking, no question about it. Number two, lesson number two, uh, if you're going to get what you want out of life and make sure that change occurs, you got to make sure that you're getting into the feeling. Because it's your emotions that control your behavior. That's why. So that's why when you spend time seeing what you want, thinking in pictures, seeing the goal, it should cause yourself to get emotional about it. That emotion through repetition will cause a change in your behavior. So you'll start doing things that you're supposed to be doing to move in that direction. Now, why do so many people have a hard time doing that and staying consistent? Because they don't understand. And because they don't understand, they don't have the faith needed. Faith is a requirement here. That's why I read this to you guys quite often. I repeat myself quite often because it's repetition that helps you learn and understand. So a lot of people, they, that's why I said they're looking for a shortcut. And that's not it. It's like when you go on social media, you see these beautiful quotes. But the question always remains, are you living that way? Is that the way that you think? Is that how you feel? So it's nice to read positive stuff all day long, but it doesn't mean anything if it's not becoming you, if you're not implementing it into your life, if you're not expressing that. It doesn't mean anything. Right? Well, to get yourself to internalize something, to start making changes with your behavior, you have to get emotionally involved. This is why he says, the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is a secret of your failure. If you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. If you do not feel natural, natural is the key word. <laughs> How do you get yourself to, to feel natural about what you want? It's your imagination. That's why I said lesson one is a change in the fundamental way that you think. The additional training on that, guys, would be to go back and listen to my three-part series on how to start thinking for yourself because I talk about the mental faculties, one of those being your imagination. Your imagination is what's required to get yourself into the feeling of what you want. If it doesn't feel natural, if you can't get into the feeling, your behavior is not going to change. Why is that Why is that so important is because you have to get into the feeling to access your subconscious mind. Right? And I can be here all day explaining this, but I find it to be very simple. You already have pre-existing beliefs in your subconscious mind. You already have habits in your subconscious mind. Your perception has already been influenced, all coming from ideas that are inside your subconscious mind. How do you replace the belief? How do you replace the habit? How do you replace the idea? You have to get emotional about the new idea. 
See, it's the motion that opens the door. It's the repetition that places the idea in your subconscious mind and makes it fixed, permanent. How long does that take? Nobody could really give you an answer to that. They can give you a general arbitrary number where Harvard says it's 21 days. Some people say it's 60 days. I think it's based on your emotional involvement. Because if you're not really emotionally involved, you're, you're not really accepting it. You have to become emotionally involved to accept the new idea, to open the door to your subconscious mind. And with repetition, it becomes fixed. This is why you hear the quote, where you send your attention to is what grows, right? Whatever you're giving your energy to is what will grow and become stronger in your life. So the more attention you give to this picture in your mind of what you want, the stronger it gets. The more emotionally involved you become, the more you start to believe it, and the more you start to feel what? Natural about what you want to happen, who you want to be, what you want to do. The reason why people don't feel confident, the reason why they don't have faith, the reason why it doesn't feel natural is because you're not focusing enough on the picture in your mind. You're distracted. That's why I say go back and listen to that podcast, the three-part series, because it's not just one of your mental faculties. It's a few of them. Number one would be imagination, to see what you want. Number two is to use your will. This, is, this means you're going to focus on that picture. Focus. I mean, you want to talk about a skill that will make you money in, this, in today's world. Focus is one of the top skills. If you have no ability to focus, you're always going to be all over the place. You got to be able to focus on the picture in your mind. And then also use your reason to reject ideas that are not in harmony with that picture. So if you're just joining, three lessons from Neville Goddard. Lesson number one, you have to change the fundamental way that you think. How do you do that? You have to get new ideas because you think from the ideas. Whatever I'm saying in today's show there are an abundance of ideas. I'm going through them constantly. Everything I'm saying is an idea. Well, what happens? It causes you to start to think about that idea. You start to see why you can get what you want. You start to understand it, and it causes you to start thinking differently than you were before listening to this podcast. That's why I always get a message or an email or a comment from someone telling me, hey, I've been listening to this podcast, and my life has absolutely changed. Well, why is that? Because they've changed their fundamental way of thinking. They are getting new ideas. These ideas are helping them see things in a different way. So that's lesson number one. You got to change the fundamental way that you think. You do that by getting new ideas and thinking from those ideas. That's what happens. Number two is you got to take that idea that you have or whatever you're building, the goal, the dream that you have, and you need to internalize that. Meaning you got to keep replaying it in your mind like it's a broken record. Every day you wake up, you want to see what you want to happen. And you play it over and over and you start to get emotional about it. Because once you get emotional about it, what's happening? Your subconscious mind is opening. And because you're doing it every day, it's repetition. Which becomes a fixed idea. And because you're giving so much energy to that idea... What are you doing at the same time? You're starving the negative ideas. That's why understanding is everything. 
understanding gives you the attention and the focus and the energy you need uh, to build positive ideas and to place them in your subconscious mind. The only way you're going to get rid of a negative idea in your subconscious mind is by starving it of energy. That's why reevaluating your belief system and why I'm doing this workshop on Thursday is so important. When you start to learn how to stop giving energy to negative beliefs and negative ideas, you'll find that they go away. They stop controlling you. Because once you stop giving energy to negative beliefs, what are you doing? You're starting to give energy to positive beliefs. What you give your energy to is what grows. This is why he says, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, do or have, it's not going to happen. The only way you're going to feel natural is by exercising your imagination. Exercising your imagination. You have to persistently feel your consciousness with imagination. Imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. Nothing new. I'm sure you guys have heard this. I'm going to repeat myself a thousand times already. The question is, do you understand it and are you applying it? Think about it. How much time do you spend on a daily basis feeling relaxed and seeing what you want to happen in your life? How often are you really doing that? I know a lot of people are listening. You know you should be doing it. Doesn't mean you're, ac- you're absolutely doing it. Some of you guys are doing it, but you're, you're, you're going through the motions. You're not in, in the spirit of it. It's not a ritual for you. That's lesson two. So if you're just joining us, lesson one is you got to change the fundamental way that you think. The only way to do that is you got to get new ideas because you think from your ideas. This show is an idea. And it helps you start to do what? Build the desire to change, to want to change. If you don't want to change, you won't. You have to want to change. You have to have an emotional, you have to be emotional about that. Which leads to lesson number two is it has to feel natural for you to be what you want to be. You have to feel like that person already. You have to feel natural about the life that you want. How do you do that? You exercise your imagination. You exercise your imagination with repetition. If your assumptions are not fulfilled, it is because of some error or weakness in your mindset. That's why I asked the question, okay, you say you know, but how often are you doing it? And are you in the spirit of it? Do you look forward to doing it? Are you relaxed? You know, these are questions that will tell you whether you've been doing this or not. You guys already know whether you're really doing this or you're just going through the motions. So this takes me to lesson number three. And um, it's in, well, yeah, it's going to be two parts here. So page 134 and page 138. And I'm going to spend a lot of time on this last lesson because this really addresses, I think, one of the 
obstacles that people come up against. They get these ideas. They, they have an idea of what they want. They feel motivated about it. They may have listened to my podcast or other podcasts. They've read books. They, they want it. They're told, hey, you got to imagine it in your mind. So they kind of do it every now and then. Not with any consistency. And why? Because they're still stuck in the past. They're still focusing on what has happened instead of focusing on what they want to happen. I'm talking to the person who keeps holding on to things in your past. You got to let that stuff go. You got to stop thinking that the mistakes you made um, is why you can't have the things that you want. You've already paid for those mistakes. But what people are doing is they, they keep bringing it up. They keep bringing up the past. They keep looking at what's happening now. And they're never focusing on what they want. So what stops a person from changing their fundamental way of thinking? What stops a person from feeling natural about who they want to become? It's a person who's continuing to give their energy to their past. To the things that have happened or that is continuing to happen right now. So, of course, what do they do? And here's the mistake. They question how this is all going to happen. Which brings me to lesson number three. You must not concern yourself with the ways and means of getting there. For your mindset of already being where you want to be, if occupied by your imagination, you will attract and devise the means best suited to get you there. This is why you already know what you should be doing. You already have an idea of what to do. Question is, do you believe it? That's why it goes back. Lesson two. If you don't feel natural about who you want to be, that means you don't believe. You must not concern yourself with the ways and means of getting to where you want to go. For your mindset of already being where you want to be, if occupied by your imagination, you will get the ideas and devise the means that are best suited to get you there. Now, this right here is something that you have to keep going back to this idea to truly understand. Because you've been trained and conditioned for so long to do it yourself. You've been conditioned for so long to try to figure out the how before moving into action. You've been conditioned to think, well, I made these mistakes in the past. There's no way I can get over there. When you commit yourself to the invisible states by fusing your imagination with what you know to be other than yourself, this is the union that you must experience uh, to get the results that you want. Now, if I could say that in a very simple way, when you start to think your own truth, regardless of appearances, you're in a different state at that point. You're now thinking like the person you want to become. This is why he writes in the book, you must imagine yourself right into the state of your fulfilled desire. You must imagine yourself right into your goal uh, being achieved. 
So here's the, the thick of it, so to speak. So before I read this, let's recap. Lesson number one, what are three lessons from Neville Goddard that will change your life? Lesson number one would be changing the fundamental way that you think. Because your chief delusion in your life is because you're believing that there are other causes outside of you that's contributing to the results that you're getting. It's not. It's your mindset. It's the way that you fundamentally think. So how do you change that? You got to get new ideas. Why? Because you think from your ideas. And the more you get positive ideas that cause you to think from the positive ideas, what's going to happen? You're going to feed your desire of what you want. It's going to become a burning desire. This covers to, or this moves on to lesson number two from him, is it has to feel natural for what you want in your life. If it does not feel natural for you to be the person you want to be, you're not going to become that person. How does it feel natural? How do you get yourself there? You have to use your imagination. Now, why does it need to feel natural? Because your behavior is controlled by your subconscious mind. Well, where are your emotions located in your subconscious mind? So if you feel natural, that means you've accepted the idea of what you're seeing in your mind, and that's going to change your behavior, which puts you in a position to receive what you want. And now lesson three is telling us here that you got to give up the past. Stop worrying about that. Stop trying to think about the how. Just focus on what you want. Your imagination will always connect you with the state that you desire. But you must use your imagination masterfully, not as an onlooker thinking of the end, but as a partaker thinking from the end. You must actually be there in your imagination. If you do this, your subjective experience will be realized objectively. And this is going back to lesson two. You have to use your imagination to get into the feeling of the person you want to become, of having the things that you want. Now, when you use your imagination to do this, don't think that you're not there. See yourself there and look at things in your imagination from that place. That's what he's saying. I often just tell people, just go there. You know, it's like when someone says, well, I want to start a, a cleaning business. I say, all right, well, imagine your cleaning business successful. They're imagining starting the cleaning business. No, start, imagine the business already successful. It already was launched. You already uh, launched it. It's already successful. You already have clients. What does that look like? Not what does it look like to start the business? What does it look like to operate the business in a successful manner? That would be thinking from the end, not thinking of it. Does that make sense? It's almost the concept of reverse engineering. Instead of thinking what you have to do to get to your goal, why don't you go in your mind to the goal itself, turn around and look in reverse? That's what we're saying here. That's what we're saying. You must actually be there in your imagination. So you must use your imagination not as an onlooker, an onlooker, you're, you're, you're seeing what you want, but from the place of not having it, you need to see what you want from the place of already having it. That's what he's saying. And this is why it takes me 
uh, to page 138. Excuse me. And he writes this. Determined imagination is thinking from the end. This is the beginning of all miracles. Determined imagination means that you are thinking from the end. That's what it means. You're thinking from the end. In another book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he has a chapter called um, Start with the End in Mind. What's one of the most practical ways to get yourself to understand this? Is to practice this one habit. When you wake up in the morning, take 30 seconds to imagine the way you want your day to end. You don't even have to think about what's going to happen in the next hour or so. Just think about how you want your day to end. That's thinking from the end. Going to the end of your day and seeing that it was a great day, it was successful. What does that exactly look like? If if today was successful for you, how would that look like? What would it look like in your mind? So for example, what I love doing is I'll picture myself sitting at my desk or standing up and saying, wow, today was another great day. That's what I will picture. And guys, I'm telling you, every time I do this, that's exactly what happens. I get off my call. I'm sitting there, wrote out my gratitude list, and then I end up saying, man, today was, it was a great day. I pictured that in the morning. That's an example of thinking from the end. Again, here's another thing, and this is in a multitude of my episodes, by the way, when it comes to communication. Is when you're going to have a conversation or you're going to go into a meeting, think from the end. How do you want the meeting to end? How do you want the conversation to end? I'm sure you want it to end on a high note, a positive way. Well, you have to picture that. Stop picturing yourself messing up in the meeting. Picture the meeting ending successfully for you. With people maybe standing up and saying, hey, Thank you for this meeting. This was great. You did a great job today. All right? That's you thinking from the end, not thinking of it. So he writes, the future must become the present in the imagination. What you want must become the present in your mind. How do you do that? You have to use your imagination. That's the only way. That's why we say, We've been given higher mental faculties, not just what we see here, smell, taste, touch, but what we can see in our mind, what we can see in our mind, what we can focus on. What you want must become the present in your imagination. Why would you do that? Because you want to wisely and consciously create better circumstances. That's why you would do that. Why would somebody think about something that hasn't happened yet? Why would they think about something that has no evidence of happening? Why would they think about something that everybody says is not possible? Because they are wisely 
and consciously creating a new circumstance in their life. That's what they're doing. That's what the Wright brothers did. That's what Thomas Edison did. That's what Henry Ford did. Ed Hillary, Roger Bannister, Oprah, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, you. That's what they all have in common. They took what they wanted in their imagination and they brought it into the present and they focused on it using their imagination. And why did they do that? Because they wanted to wisely and consciously create better circumstances. This is why you have to translate your vision into being. It's not enough just to think about it. You have to become it. This is why lesson two, it has to feel natural. It has to feel natural. You have to become the thing that you want. You have to think like that person. So you have to translate your vision into being that person. Instead of thinking of, you're going to start thinking from. Your imagination must center itself in some state and view the world from that state. The state is what you want. That's what it is. Excuse me, I got to fly over here in my studio. You have to center your imagination with what you want. This means thinking from the end is an intense perception of the world of fulfilled desire. In other words, thinking from the end is you in your mind already being where you want to be, already having what you want to have, doing what you want to do. That's what it is. Now, when you start to do that, when you start to think from the end, this is what is called creative living. Because that's what you're doing. Excuse me. That's what you're doing. Sorry, guys. Hold on. <laughs> now, if you're not aware of this, and this is why he says, ignorance of this ability to think from the end is bondage. What does bondage mean? It means you're stuck in a mental prison. You're stuck. Ignorance of your ability to think from the end is bondage. Isn't that fascinating, guys? I think it is. So let me read this to you, and then we'll kind of recap here. The future must become the present in the imagination of the one who would wisely and consciously create circumstances. We must translate vision into being, thinking of into thinking from. Imagination must center itself in some state and view the world from that state. Thinking from the end is an intense perception of the world of fulfilled desire. Thinking from the state desired is creative living. Ignorance of this ability to think from the end is bondage. This is why I'm saying your future, what you want, must become a present fact in your mind, in your emotions. It must feel natural. 
That's you wisely and consciously creating better circumstances in your life. It's not enough to just think about it. You have to become it. You have to feel natural about it. So let's talk about, okay, Devorah, those great lessons. Love it. What should I be doing? Well, let's think about it. Number one, in lesson one, what did I say? You have to change the fundamental way that you think. The practical step on that is to continue to feed your mind the food that it needs to thrive. Keep getting new ideas. Keep going back to the book and reading it over and over and over. Why would you do that? Because you think from these ideas. If you're not getting these ideas in the first place, why would you think about them? It's like if you're not thinking about your goal, like it's already happened, why would you believe it would happen? You wouldn't. You need these new ideas. You need to feed your mind these ideas because you're going to think from them. And if you're not going to do that, what you'll do unconsciously is feed your mind negative ideas on why it's not possible. And that's where you're going to think from. And that's why you won't have a burning desire to do anything about it. That's lesson one. Lesson two is you have to feel natural about what you want. The only way to pull that off is using your imagination. One of the ideas that we talk about on this show is how do you use your imagination? Your imagination is one of your higher mental faculties. Not thinking of what you want, but thinking from it like you're already there. You have to imagine that. I just gave you guys a great example. If you were to wake up in the morning and just spend 30 seconds in your bed, imagining the way you want your day to end. You have to go there, think from the end. Don't think about what are all the things I have to do today. Don't do that. Think about how you want your day to end. Skip over all that. Just go to the end. You don't care what happens today as long as your day ends successfully. This is why I always tell people, I don't care how we get there as long as we get there. So why don't we just focus on there? Let's stop focusing so much on how and what is the ways and the means we're going to get there. Just focus on there. Focus on the end result. And you use your imagination, and that's what helps you to start to believe it and feel natural about it. Which brings us to lesson three. I was saying that your future must become the present. It doesn't matter what happened last year. It doesn't matter the mistakes you made. It doesn't matter if yesterday was not a good day for you. Right now in this moment, you always have the opportunity to think from the end, to think about what you want to happen. You always have that ability. And that's you doing what? Wisely and consciously creating a better circumstance in your life. That's what's happening. And you have to translate your vision, what you see in your mind, to being that person, thinking like that person. So often people say, well, how do you start acting like the person you want to become? It starts in your thinking. You got to think like that person. You have to think like that person. You have to see yourself being that person. This is your imagination, folks. And the way that you bring it full circle is making sure that you're acting that way. So when you're faced with a decision that you need to make, what would your future self do? If you were where you wanted to be, what would your decision be then? That's an example of you acting like that person. Taking the future and making it a present fact. Using your imagination. So lesson three is 
Don't worry about how. Don't worry about the ways. Don't worry about the means. Don't worry about what happened yesterday or last week or last year. Don't worry about any of that. Just bring your mind to focus on what you want. Bring the future into the present moment. The most practical way of doing that is, again, you wake up in the morning, you spend 30 seconds, you see how you want your day to end. Don't think about how you want your day to go. Don't think about what you, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got... No, just go to the end. What's the end result? You're going into a meeting. What's the end result? Don't worry about how the meeting plays out. Just focus on how you want the meeting to end. And this applies in everything that you do, whether you're going on a, you know, having dinner with your family, important conversation, you know, a task. This podcast most of the, I say most of the time because it's not all the time, like every single day. There are some days I forget to do this. But I make sure that before I do my podcast, I see this podcast ending successfully. I don't think about what I'm going to say during this podcast. I think about the podcast ending successfully. I think about people saying, man, this is exactly what I needed to hear today, Devori. I picture people sending me messages saying, hey, You're changing my life. Those are the end results. Those are the outcomes that I want. So I focus on those. I don't focus on how those outcomes are going to come about. I focus on the outcome itself. And I bring it to the present using my imagination. So that's the most practical thing that you can do. So when you're going about your day, instead of thinking of everything that you want, just think from it. You're going to go into a meeting Think of the end in mind. You're going to have a conversation with somebody. Think of the end in mind. You're going to go hit the gym. Think of the end in mind. You're going to have a date or a nice dinner. Think of the end in mind. Maybe you have a podcast. Think of the end in mind. Maybe you are a coach yourself or you have customers. You're a business owner. Think of the end in mind. That's the whole message here is the more that you think from the end with repetition and get emotion involved in that picture, the more it's going to feel natural. It's more that you're going to expect that to happen and you're going to put yourself in that position. That's the power of being aware of how to think for yourself, of how to use this power that God has given us. So that's from the power of awareness today, guys. Those are the three lessons from Neville Goddard that can change your life because think about it. Think about how better you can communicate if you were to just think from the end. Think about how many, you know, people who say, well, I have social anxiety. Think about how you can overcome that if you were to just think from the end and stop thinking of, stop getting caught up in the way things are going to start. Stop focusing on you and whether people like the way that you look and how you sound. What if you just focus on the end? You know, when it comes to sales, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to your business, if you were to think from the end, how big of a difference would that make? This can literally change your life. But again, what was lesson number one? You need new ideas because you think from your ideas. And hearing this one time, that ain't enough. You got to keep going back to this. All right. Let's see what you guys have to say. 
Let's see what you guys have to say about this topic today. Uh, let me get there here. Right. Pink Lotus says, now I understand how to finally break the cycle. I love it. Good for you. That's why we do this. What are the three key points again? The three lessons from Neville Goddard is this. Lesson number one, you must change your fundamental way of thinking if you want to change your life. That's the bottom line. It's not what's going on the outside. That's your problem. It's not your environment. It's not your friends. It's not your family. It's not the government. There are no other causes to your results except your own mindset, the way that you think. So that means you have to change your fundamental way of thinking. How do you do that? You get new ideas because you think from your ideas. Every time you go to listen to me, every time you pick up the book, you're getting an idea that causes you to do what? Think about what you want. Think about why, why it's possible. That starts doing what? Feeding the desire. What you're really doing is feeding uh, this desire. You're feeding your mind the food that it needs to thrive, which takes you to lesson two. It needs to feel natural for you to have the things that you want to become the person you want to be. It's got to feel natural. You got to feel like you are that person. You got to feel like it's already yours. The only way to do that is to use your imagination. We went a step further by introducing you to lesson number three, where we talked about how you have to take the future and bring it into the present. You need to think with the end in mind. That's where you focus your energy on. That's the way that it works. What people do is when we say, yeah, think about what you want, they're thinking that they don't have it. They're thinking of it. They're thinking, well, how do I get there? That question right there tells your mind you're not there. What you want to do is think from the end. Don't worry about the ways and the means of getting there. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Focus on the end result and what happens as a result of doing that. As you go throughout your day, you're going to get creative ideas. This is why he said, when you're thinking from the end, that is creative living. You're in a creative state. You're outside the box. So as you go throughout your, your day and you've already seen what you want it to happen, you're going to get the ideas that help you do that. That's the way that it works. That's the way that it works. So those are the three lessons we talked about today. Uh, all right, let's get to your guys' questions. Um, yeah, I remember I used to daydream as a child, which is similar. Got to go back to that. I need to fix my thinking so I can attract what I want. Absolutely. Well, your thinking is not broken. You know, you're not broken. You don't have to fix anything. You just got to get better. Uh, I'm not sure how you missed the notification. You know, TikTok, there's glitches all the time. So 
Devore Darkens Live is the name of the podcast. Yeah, meditation will help. Exactly. It sure will. Let's see here. What book is this? It is um, The Power of Awareness. Oh, we've got the troll back. So I think my moderator was asleep today. So let me go to mute him. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Uh, go somewhere then. Yeah, I know. Guys, this is not the first time, you know, he comes and goes. He likes to drop, you know, his comments and troll the comments or whatever, and that's okay. Um. So I appreciate you guys. <laughs> How you feel personally about what he's saying is making you take it in. Exactly. I know the moderators are asleep today. I don't know what happened. I'm not too sure what happened. Um, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. Thank you. So, guys, uh, Chai1129. So, let me just make it clear. Matter of fact, let me do this. Because I want to make sure that I always always give you guys practical ways to do what what we're talking about here so here's what i would do and i want to make sure people on tiktok are going to be able to hear me do this give me one second guys um here's what i like doing i'm going to actually take you through the process see here. All right. Okay, perfect. So if I share my screen, I want to make sure you guys can hear this. Okay, perfect. All right. So here's, here's what I would do. So what I would do, if I were you guys, this is before falling asleep or when you're waking up in the morning is put the real, you know, get your headphones. I got my headphones right here. I always use uh, go to YouTube, find your favorite relaxing binaural beat video, press play, and then get yourself relaxed, right? You got to close your eyes, take some deep breaths and really relax your body. You even have to make, tell yourself, you know, my legs are relaxed. My body is relaxed. I'm feeling relaxed. I can't, I can't even move. That's how relaxed I am. And then go into imagining the end result of whatever you want. So what I was doing early, earlier today before I started the podcast is I spent 30 seconds. Just I This is in my ear. I played it really quick. 
took some deep breaths and I said, you know what? This podcast was successful today and I saw it ending successfully and getting comments like the one I just read where I needed to hear this today. I saw that in my mind already. Someone was going to comment that today. So this is just an example of guys of what what you can do. Uh, Let me go back to me. I'm being harassed by this fly right now, so I apologize, guys. Um, so yeah, that's an example. You put the music on, you see it in your mind. You can even say it out loud if you want. Um, yeah. Yeah, so here's the thing about, uh, he already got muted, guys, but here's the thing about Richard Lee Frazier underscore 40. So what happens with people is I just read it. <laughs> Let's go back to what, what we read here. This is what's going on with him. His chief delusion is his conviction that there are other causes other than his own state of consciousness. Like the bottom line is this, guys. When a person's closed-minded, they will never see things in a different way. They will never. And he happens to be a person who's closed-minded. And what's crazy is that it contradicts what he says he believes in. He says he believes in God. He says he believes in Jesus. Then why would you come on to a live and comment things like that? If you believe that God knows what he's doing... If you believe that God is in everything that we do, why would you spend any time doubting that? Guys, this is why I don't spend any time complaining about the world. You guys think the things that are happening in the world that we would label tragic is by accident? You think God is trying to punish people? Things are happening the way exactly that they're happening exactly the way it's supposed to. Everything is necessary. So, you know, I, it doesn't matter what I believe, um, but I'll say this for people out there. If you say you believe that there is a God, if you happen to be maybe a Christian or somebody like that, you believe in Jesus or whatever, what does your behavior say? That's always the actual question. Does your behavior show that you truly believe? Or does your behavior show that you don't believe? So his behavior in the comment section is a total contradiction to what he's talking about. Why would you judge, condemn, or criticize another person? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, my moderator wasn't here at the time, so the guy already came through and left like a hundred different comments, but it's all good. All right, I went over the three key points today. Well, this was really helpful. I have been living in the past of thinking like I don't deserve it. I'm glad this is very helpful for you. Kind of feel stuck with changing mindset, trying to get over the hump. So here we go again. Don't think about getting over the hump. 
think you've already gotten over the hump. Think about that you're past it. This is what we've been talking about today. This is an example of what we're saying is don't think of, don't think like you're trying to get over a hump. See yourself already doing that. You've already done it. You're already over the hump. Um, picture that. That's what we mean when we say focus on what you want to happen. Yeah, let me, hold on, Alyssa. Let me see if I can. There you go. All right. So let me show you guys something. Um, Because your question, this was written in 1952, by the way. Your question is, um, what exactly is power of awareness in your terms and the best way to apply it? Um, I find this book to mean really one simple thing. Um, the more you become aware of how to think yourself into what you want, that's the power. That's the power. And becoming aware. What does awareness mean? You know, you understand. That's awareness. So the more you understand, the more you understand emotionally, not intellectually, emotionally, that's when you're going to access this power that's inside you. That's why I say when you change the fundamental way that you think, that's going to help you do what? Right? And the best way to apply it, I think, is to follow the three lessons that we went over today. Keep feeding your mind ideas that um, help you think of why you can have the things that you want. Practice the habit of seeing what you want like it's already happened. Uh, and keep going over that in your mind. All right, let's see here. Um, yeah, he'll if uh, if I see him again, he'll get blocked for sure, guys, for sure. Um, all right. So now we're towards the end here, and here's where I want to leave you guys. Um, I'm hosting a workshop on Thursday, November seventeenth, which would be in two days from now. Uh, this would be six p.m. California time. I'm going to sit down with you over Zoom, and I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do to get rid of some of these limiting beliefs. And I would say some of your deepest ones, because they're inside your subconscious mind. And the why, why do we need to do that? Because of the three lessons we were talking about today. You think from your ideas. If you already have a fixed idea in your subconscious mind on why you can't have the things that you want, you're constantly thinking from that. You need to get rid of that idea and replace it with a new one. That's what the workshop is all about. So what you could do is hit, go to the link in my bio or my YouTube description and sign up. Sign up today. Also, don't just, you know, listen to what I had to say today. Practice what I just did like five minutes ago. Practice actually 
seeing what you want. Play the music, get relaxed, do things like that. It doesn't mean anything if you're not applying it, okay? So I really encourage you guys to take what we did today and apply it. You have to apply it into your life. All right. And lastly, you may have to go back and replay this. Replay it, re-listen to it until it clicks for you. That's why I constantly repeat myself because I'm talking about an idea that you start to truly think about. And then all of a sudden, what? You're not listening to me anymore. You're thinking about that idea. So that's why repetition is so, so important. All right, guys, uh, this has been Devori Darkens Live. It has been wonderful being here with you guys as always. Uh, I appreciate every one of you guys. Um, and I will see you. Oh, hold on. Uh, the Q&A call is tonight, right? No, that's on Wednesdays, Jennifer. Um, but you also are part of the mentorship group. So we have a call Monday through Friday. Um, it says, why can I have what I desire feeling if it was three? I don't know what, what was, I don't know what you're asking. Why can I have what I desire feeling? Uh, listen, I finding myself having to repeat this, but when you guys come on to this podcast and you don't type the questions correctly, I can't possibly understand what you're asking me. So I can't answer that question. Uh, Thursday, November 7th, at 7 p.m., 6 p.m., California time. Will this go up on Spotify? Yes, it will. Uh, thank you for so much for everything and what you share. And thank you for your time. Absolutely. All righty, guys. That's it for now. Love you. Take care. Have a great day. And we'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. Bye, everyone.